welcome to the Codeplay Culture Podcast, where we discuss tech, gaming, health, and the world around us. Everyone, thank you uh, for joining us once again, uh, Rui and Logan. Today, we're going to be talking about the interesting topic of the science of binge consumption, watching uh, movies, TV, games, phone, the psychological and sociological effects of binge watching and, um, you know, our experience and what we've seen in the industry and, you know, what um, you're, you guys are probably all going through as, you know, you have winter, as we're post-COVID. Um, it's just more and more of that single point of binging, um, thanks, uh, partially due to uh, Netflix and all these other streaming services that makes it, you know, super easy for us to you know, binge the heck out of stuff and we love it, you know? Um, but anyhow, uh, Rui, how are you today? What's going on, my dude? Not much, man. I'm doing well. Just the same old man slugging away and, uh, you know, trying to get through each day, but, um, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) just plugging away literally. Um, but yeah, man, binge watching that that's our topic for today. And, uh, Right off the bat, I can tell you, man, binge watching is super cool. I just finished watching um, a show called, I don't know if you heard of it, it's called Lost, where these crazy people, I don't want to tell you what happens at the end, Mm -hmm. but anyways, they crash on an island and and they're stuck there and they can't get off or they don't want to get off. Some people do. They got to press a big red button every two hours or 16 hours. I can't remember, but yeah, awesome show to binge watch. Just in case anybody's looking for recommendations. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that was an awesome one. Like uh, uh, my wife and I definitely binged watched the heck out of that. And, and that was pre Netflix in Canada, like was, USA yeah. had Netflix, but, but we m- must have torrented or pirate bait, LimeWire, uh, all of that stuff, uh, mm-hmm. you know, just to be able to, you know, get it through. We ended up um, purchasing all of the seasons after, you know, from Walmart in the DVD yeah. boxes, which they've never been unshrink wrapped, but that's how we uh, justified <laughs> the purchase. I'm not sure if you do that sometimes where you will, um, I do. you know, use it like, okay, we'll, we'll torrent it. And then, you know what, if we really do like it, yeah, we will definitely buy it. Well, uh, yeah. you know, my wife and I are definitely not a, you know, a pirate like straight, straight away, no matter what, if we do find the content amazing, uh, you know, we will uh, purchase it or at least send something to the, artist or creator because right i think one of the some of the services are really lacking that uh demo or try it before you buy it mm-hmm. so that's yeah i mean it's like the ghibli stuff right you don't want to pirate that that stuff you want to own in its uh in its box with the artwork and all the uh all the goodies that come with it yeah. but uh yeah back to the binge watching um i couldn't sleep after binge watching that show i have to tell you man yeah i had dreams about it nightmares about it and right you know you want to watch the whole thing in one sitting but you can't there's like five seasons or or something right so yeah man i found myself thinking about it at night and Mm. for some bizarre reason i i was losing sleep over um over the episodes and and what was coming next right so it it definitely had some kind of adverse effects that i didn't anticipate Mm mm-hmm and which is, I suppose, it's one of the downfalls of, of binge watching that I uh, I particularly don't don't enjoy. Hmm. So would you say yeah. like your sleep was uh, was it the same amount of hours? Was it shorter? Was it less deep? Like what was affected 
in particular? I, I, I don't really know, but I know it was disrupted somehow. Uh, maybe mm. on a, a subconscious level, but it was disrupted. Mm. Did and, you wake uh, up were, feeling refreshed or not? Probably not. I, I think when mm. I binge watch anything or even binge binge play, yeah. I don't I don't think I wake up feeling refreshed. It's it's it seeps into my psyche somehow and it just sits there and festers. Mm. <laughs> so at some point I have to eliminate all that and and reset myself and pick up a book and and, and read it spend yeah. time away from uh from screens and just kind of center myself right uh, but, a, yeah. you know a lot of people like yourself myself know the benefit of um not doing all those prehabitual tendencies like overconsumption of media in any forms and mm-hmm. i'm pro meditation obviously like but not in the traditional sit there with your eyes closed saying om level of uh meditation because quite yeah. honestly meditation has a negative negative uh sociological connotation these days at least when you say it you think of a you know a buddhist monk sitting there all alone it's like oh you do that kind of thing right but it's more about hey um <laughs> turn into a cocoon a, yeah yeah and become a <laughs> like a mental butterfly and then you're enlightened yeah. and then happily ever after but yeah. honestly there's so much going on noises uh things that are seeking to grab your attention just mm-hmm. sitting in you know a room quiet for 20 yes. minutes without content is is freeing it, it, at first it's it uh so boring and it's painful but then if it you is. just kind of like not zone out and be nothing just kind of sit there and just be the uh, having no intention sometimes yeah. is essentially probably what sleep is doing you know you're not right you know seek there's obviously some other things going on there but yeah. i feel like a lot of people know how important it is to not consume right Mm -hmm. content um any mental food whether you know you are what you eat so if you watch a lot of murder shows you're gonna dream about murder stuff right or have Mm -hmm. nightmares right if you watch a lot of whatever so you are what you eat in terms of uh what you um think about Um, yeah so yeah like it's really important like what do you do to like really to like just cut like you know you you mentioned reading but what else do you so reading and sitting in silence, but not so much in silence. Like, uh, yeah, I go to church on Sunday, so that would be where that's your time to reflect and just be silent and not speak. But the thing is, what I find personally um, is that at some point in my life, I may have been afraid to be alone with my own self. I don't know if that makes any sense, but I feel yeah. like a lot of people do have background background noise just so they're not alone with themselves and their thoughts mm-hmm. right it's almost like a fear of themselves that they have to always be inundated by everything else except their own thoughts right so they try to push themselves or put themselves in a little box and just surround themselves with uh this is just an assumption i don't know if that's exactly yeah. how it is yeah that makes sense could have been just it's that yeah, whole so, yeah. um, becoming and being thing where you're like you know you're thinking about um, or you're mentally responding to things and you get used to that as opposed to like taking the time to like really get deep down and like feel like, like essentially who you are as a human yes. being and yeah. take that self-reflection time to, is, yeah. is such an asset that, and it's a, it's a skill people should develop. Right. And it's, it's amazing, man. It's incredible. When you self-reflect, you can correct, you can self-correct. And mm-hmm. when you don't self-correct is when, you know, things go go astray 
or things go awry, right? You need to, you definitely need a self-correct mechanism in your body. And I think uh, silence is, is that mechanism. Yeah, there was uh, one of my favorite books from Eckhart Tolle was Stillness Speaks, where he talks about yeah. how, you know, stillness is pretty loud in terms of mm -hmm. what it offers humanity. Uh, but due oh, yeah. to its uncaptivating pop-up ad level of marketing, it's not right. very cool. You know, it's mm -hmm. not, it's not TikTok. Like there wouldn't be an app called silence and it does nothing right. No, that is not no. trendy, but um, yeah, there is this whole uh, like when you're, you know, in day-to-day -day life, you get emails, you get whatever, or when you're watching or binge watching stuff, you're, you know, consciously paying attention. Your mind is responding to uh, stimuli outside and, and you're, it's yeah. going back and forth. Whereas um, that's kind of like a more like a mental back and forth where what we're talking about is the opposite of that or the cleansing of, you know, not having over consuming media is just this whole, like now, as in the present moment, when nothing mm -hmm. is moving, nothing is, you know, changing, there's no, yeah. there's no need to respond to any of that. It's just currently here now. It's like peaceful. It's, yeah. and not only is it externally, but when you realize that, calmness and peace is already and has already always been inside you, but right. you've just been kind of uh, not ignoring it. Um, you've just been so fixated on um, becoming and, uh, you know, being and actioning and doing, mm -hmm. then you kind of almost don't hear it or you don't tap into it, yeah. but it's extremely refreshing and uh, peaceful to like completely cut out mental stuff. Like even when you're driving, like do you ever, uh, you know, if you've had a long day and you're kind of tired, do you ever like drive and like turn off everything and just like focus on the road or like, um, do you go for like nature walks or like what, what are some other kind of, you know, I guess, letting go opportunities for people that are, you know, mentally drained yeah. from content. Yeah. I think just for sure reading would be one of them and going for walks. But, uh, as I pointed out, like self, uh, self-reflection, right? So driving, I remember I used to be such an, well, not such an aggressive. I used to be a bit of an aggressive driver with some road rage. Everybody has a little bit of road rage in them. But uh, when you can get home and sit and think about that for a moment, why? Why would I do that? And just self-reflect and then, you know, self-correct that action. So next time, you don't have to give somebody the finger. You don't have to throw your, your dirty diapers out the window on somebody's, uh, on somebody's hood. Right. You can just not do that and <laughs> just go about your day and, you know, and be happy. Right. There's no need to. Yeah. Uh, it's one of those things, right? You see something wrong, you fix it. But um, yeah, man, binge watching, you need to. I, I honestly feel that disconnecting is the key, man. Disconnecting. Hmm. On that note, I got to go. See ya. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that's perfect. Uh, but that is partially true. Like you, like what you did recently, I copied and it has been very fruitful and maybe you can talk about what you did with you know phone notifications all that stuff during like a nine to five level of uh you know yeah no, for sure. i leave my hours. phone yeah i leave my phone on my desk and uh i don't look at it until five six maybe seven o'clock p.m yeah i don't i don't have an urge to um pick it up and look at it um, although i used to a lot every couple of minutes i was looking at my phone for some bizarre reason, I would just look at it. <laughs> it wasn't even ringing or anything. No notifications. 
Mm -hmm. I just had to look through posts and stuff, right? Right. But I feel like uh, we're all in that predicament uh, at this point in the timeline of humanity. (laughs) We're all in that together. We're all in together, man. The dopamine (laughs) zombies where you're like, you're like, "Uh, I'm going to pick, I'm picking this up. I don't know why I am, but uh, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to go through these apps because actually it's not even like that. It's like pick up, um, tap this, scroll to this next one, tap this, scroll to this. And then you, when you get to the end of that, you kind of repeat the process, at least for me. And then you keep up. And then at a certain point, your mindfulness kicks in and you're like, what are you doing? This, this right? is insane. This is insane. <laughs> and you put it down. And so apparently, um, you know, Andrew Huberman's one is my uh, favorite, I guess, um, you know, scientists or doctors um, that have a lot of great YouTube uh, content. He works a lot with, you know, athletes and even skateboarders and all that stuff grew up mm-hmm. in that kind of, he's like a, a professor at Stanford, but he's like everywhere on um, uh, YouTube these days. Um, but yeah. he was talking about how, um, you know, once if you actually take, let's say, a one week break from binge social media or binging yeah. um, um, your favorite episode, let's say Lost, you did mm-hmm. you binge the first two seasons. If you took like a one month off and then you yeah. then binged uh, another season, that season three or that social media consumption at that point feels so tremendously good. Because Mm -hmm. what we're trying to do when we pick it up as a zombie, you know, according to, you know, the research and stuff like from him and his team and all of the studies is that you're trying to feel that same way you first felt when you had it and you're trying to get back to that. But you never you never can because you're like your dopamine levels are so they have such a high baseline threshold, meaning that Mm -hmm. in order for you to reach that, you now have to have like even more amazing content. So the only way to reset that is like you said, to completely unplug and then you can come back to it and, you know, in a couple of weeks and then it, they, the good news is they do reset and you can get back to it, but you know, people will probably have, you know, feelings of increased loneliness, depression, anxiety, all of this stuff. Like if they continue to binge consume, right? Yeah. And the problem too is somebody's having emotional issues, right? It may help them to, to binge watch because, I mean, you do create an emotional attachment to characters and TV shows. And in their cases where, of course, this can benefit you, right? I mean, if you're lonely and you have emotional for sure, you know, problems, it, it there's an up and down side to all of this, right? Yeah, it's good mm-hmm. to unplug. It's good to not binge, but you know, it, it's it may not be all that bad, right? You, yeah. you do need that that you know that kind of something needs to fill that gap. So if you yeah. unplug, what are you gonna do? Like, mm-hmm. I'm not a big walking person. I don't love to go for walks. Um, I do love to read, but what about people who don't love to read nor yeah. go for walks? Right? They they need something. And ultimately, if like television or binge watching makes you happy, yeah, um, by all means, right? For sure. I, yeah. I don't think at that point it would be negative in the sense, you know, the way we're kind of portraying it as a, a yeah. negative uh, outlet. I think it would be okay. Yeah, it, it's almost you know, it's situ- like you're saying situational based. Everyone's situation yeah. is different, and yeah. it could be your situation that 
your way of unplugging is binge watching and maybe you have like whatever situation yeah. you have and without those levels of binge watching or without those levels of um consuming media social or you know any kind of screen related content or anything mm -hmm. if that is basically what def uh, is brings you tons of joy and happiness you know right. it's not like we're saying to cut that out we're just talking about you know as a whole um you right. know if if you kind of over consume anything whether that's physical like with like certain foods uh, negative foods or or content like you know before i think a lot of people were looking at food separate from you know screen content right like what does mm -hmm. a, what does a burger have to do with you know you know watching baseball right yeah and it's just too much of anything might that's not right. be a good thing um however yeah like if it's if it's going to be the difference of extreme unhappiness versus extreme happiness for sure you don't want to take away anything that is that is going to Absolutely, do that yeah. Um, yeah it's definitely situational yeah yeah so like so you know every situation is different for everyone you know given their um you know whatever they're going through in life as well like you know um, if I, if, it, if I personally was working, um, a job that I, you know, maybe I really didn't like, or I had something tragic that happened in my life, or there was like a history of like, uh, mental dysfunction genetically or whatever, you know, everyone's mm -hmm. situation could be completely different. And you kind of just have right. to take it with a grain of salt of, you know, our experience and what we're seeing in the for sure you know, industry I mean, yeah, in a, when it comes to that. Yeah. I mean, in a perfect world, optimally. You know, we want to all disconnect and just be out there, but yeah, you know, world is not a perfect place and never will be. So yeah, that's, that's just how, how it is. Right. Yeah. There's also the other thing of, okay. So let's say, uh, for the, for the people that just, you know, love binge watching, you know, Netflix and all that stuff. And that is the main thing they look forward to when they get home. Um, and so, you know, they get home from work, let's say they had an office desk job and, uh, they don't work remotely. Um, or they do hybrid they get home, they just binge for whatever five or six hours and go to bed, maybe a couple days a week. Um, other days, you know, sitting, watching other screens, you know, uh, just increasing your, you know, physical activity, um, mm -hmm. on those days, uh, whether like what I started doing personally is like, you know, as you know, I have a treadmill underneath my desk and yeah. sometimes when I'm playing games or watching YouTube, I'll be on it and I have like armrests so I can, I'm literally like watching videos like how I shouldn't watch YouTube yeah. on YouTube and and I'm like, you know, sweating beads. So but mm -hmm. I get off the treadmill and I'm like, I feel incredible um, yeah. compared to like if I was sitting and like, you know, posture and all that stuff is uh, um, my wife sent me this great um, Instagram, um, you know, the how you get audio for reels. Yeah. Um, but I'll just see if I can play this for you. And it's a kid that goes up to, I guess, his dad. And this mm -hmm. is what he says, like, uncandidly. And uh, my wife's like, you should use this for a skateboarding video. But let's see if I can hey, play. Hey, Larry, is it good for your heart? So come look for bugs with me. You need to move around a lot. Why? Because sitting isn't even good for your heart. <laughs> sitting around so that's like the kid that's just wants to get his dad to come look for bugs with them and play yeah and sometimes 
not sometimes, I feel like majority of the times the kids <laughs> know more than we do. They, they kind of come, they yeah. kind of get plopped out and they're like, what's with all these people looking at these screens, <laughs> I, you know, like they're yep. smarter than us for many reasons. Right. Yeah. Yeah. For but, sure. Um, That's pretty amazing, man. Yeah. It's uh, and my like son I, will grab me sometimes and just try to, not sometimes, like all the time. Yeah, try to kick me off my chair. He literally jumps on the back of my chair where there's a little gap, and he starts to like push down with his legs. Ultimately, he's just kicking my ass off the chair. Yeah, and yeah, he just does that all the time. You know what? You yeah, should man. train him to do they're, they're like some, something. Yeah, <laughs> like because the new version of the iPhone trumps the last one. They're just a better version of you. You know, because yeah, of, yeah, uh, sure. you know, evolution and all that. Um, mm-hmm. So like you should just train him to do like Kung Fu and then like you'll just live stream like some YouTube thing where he comes and like tries to kick you out of your chair and you're like going cha, 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 and like doing these blocks <laughs> and stuff. It's like every couple hours. Right. Yeah. And then look, you get sweaty. He gets sweaty. You guys are happy. Then you can go back yeah. to like coding PHP. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, man. man. So. Uh, back to the uh, back to the topic at hand. Do you think that binge watching television? <laughs> keep calling it television. Does anybody even know what television means? Yeah. Keep binge watching Netflix and and stuff, right? Um, do you think it has the same effects as as binge playing a video game? No, no, it doesn't. Uh, like uh, from the research that I've seen from people that have like mm-hmm. looked at the difference between video games and TV. And one of the reasons mainly is because of the one is active and one is passive. Like one gets a little bit more of a dopaminergic response when you press the trigger in Halo to shoot like an alien versus when you're just watching. Watching Mm -hmm. is more passive like reading is, but reading is different because you're not seeing so much stimuli popping up right to hold your attention, but you're also it's active meaning you're imagining it right but that actual imagination process is quite like at least for me it makes me very tired and it gets me like ready for for bed but they do say Mm -hmm. that you know if you wanted to rank those three things like binging tv shows uh video games and reading before bed uh you know if you do your research online it will it will say that you know, reading is obviously number one to do before bed. You could yeah. then watch shows before bed. And then lastly would be gaming before bed. Mm-hmm. Um, but for right. sleep optimization, um, I've tried things where I cut out all light, right? And I mm-hmm. eat, just listen to podcasts. And um, um, that didn't seem to, just listening seemed to be just as stimulating as watching. Yes. So, so I, true. you know, even if you cut out, so I would say like reading with like a little nightlight or something like that is really helpful right before bed. Um, yeah, I can tell you what doesn't work for um, that is binge binging, like nonstop exercise, right up to the point when you go to bed, mm-hmm. because um, you get a lot of energy from right like exercise. So, um, yeah, I, I really don't have like any good like examples of, Hey, I've cut out this type of binging and this is the, um, positive effect I've gotten on sleep, mental health, you know, yeah. mood, all that stuff. But what, I don't know. What about you? Like, have, I mean, I mean, it could vary from person to person. Yeah. But for me, 
definitely binge watching TV has a has a, an effect on me at night in terms of uh, of sleeping. It doesn't. It 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 just for some reason it just sits in my mind longer, or I don't know, just kind of infests my mind more than a video game would. Yeah, video games are yeah. a lot more. Um, I don't know what it is, man. I, I could play a game for for hours and hours. I'm talking by hours. I mean like you know six to eight hours. Yeah. If I do that with a TV show, I will definitely have that in my mind at night. Mm. But with video games, it does not affect me in that way. Mm. Interesting. I don't know what it is, man. Yeah, I'm the same way with video games. Even though the like the studies show that you know it's the opposite like it's better for your sleep to to not play them i feel like for mm-hmm. me to get to the point that a video game binging is affecting my sleep um yeah. i've had it happen m- multiple times throughout my life but it was when i was like you know playing it so much that it did it it not only affected my sleep uh to the point where i was tired when i woke up it was affecting my daily life meaning i would get into the car and yeah. instead of like, uh, you know, backing out the car, I would be thinking, oh, um, before I do that, I have to move my troops from here to there. Like I have to select my troops to move them to here. Dude, and then I would play and then, like command and conquer. This is like, nice. you know what, you know what, like, I think it was 18 or something like that. Just like playing the heck out of that. And I'm like, but like, no, that has nothing to do with driving. I was like, mm-hmm. that's crazy. I'm like, like it was, it's almost like a part of your mind is is reserved for that game. Like, and it's operating all day long. Um, It could be, you uh, you know what I find TV is a lot more suggestive than video games. mm. There's a lot more um, targeted, targeted um, ideology. Yeah. You know, targeted at the people, targeted speech. uh, Yeah. And then you have like political statements and then it's, everything's just a little more suggestive. Not a little more. I take that back. Yeah, everything is a lot more suggestive in in TV and <laughs> for sure and game and uh, movies and television. Everything's more suggestive, and and in video games, it's not the case, right? Like you play a game like World of Warcraft, it's an imaginary world mm-hmm. where everybody's just running around doing their stuff, you know, doing quests and just you know, raids and whatever. Mm-hmm. Nothing's really as suggestive. There's no political statements. There is no yeah. this. There's no that. It's a little more um, innocent, I have to say. Yes, <laughs> that's probably why. And the amount of research that goes into this uh, suggestive, you know, I guess suggestive thinking for or suggestive development in TV, mm-hmm. they probably spend like millions on market research on how to target the average uh, male brain between this age and that age, or the average yep. old person to get them to vote this way, or the average. Uh, you know, Joe Blow to get him to buy our shaving cream, whatever. I'm just making, giving an example, but yeah. games are not that suggestive. Yeah. Um, that's, I guess we're lucky that they're not because maybe we're they're so not lucky, because, man. you know, they're not as widespread as TV because anyone can sit in front of, you know, and I hope it doesn't, I almost, I almost hope it doesn't get any more popular than it does because then it would just become this, well, actually, it kind of did when like iPhones came out and like I was saying that other story about how the friend of mine's like, yeah, I'm a gamer now. 
I play Candy Crush. And I'm like, oh, okay, you're not a gamer. You're just, <laughs> you, just, you, just, you just like casinos or whatever it is. Um, yeah. Because those games were like that. It didn't really kill the gaming industry. It, like, it just kind of like shook it a bit. And then people realized, no, 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 that's not what we, what we want. And to this right. day, like uh, my wife and I won't buy the kids like um, or download the kids free iPad games. The iPads are like strictly like they're locked with a code mm-hmm. they're strictly for school educational purposes if they want to play a game we buy it we plop down the 79 or whatever we don't like oh it's a free to play game and you just got to keep on pumping in money right. like a casino um none of that stuff that is extremely toxic uh from mm-hmm. a you know a mental health perspective for these kids yeah because they're made to be super addictive instead of just fun and wholesome you know like a nintendo game or whatever that's right um yeah, like absolutely, man. Games. Um, yeah, games. Honestly, I, I prefer kids playing a nice, wholesome like Nintendo Switch game instead yeah. of sitting and watching um, YouTube for like hours, right? And being inundated yeah. with, with stuff they're not really supposed to see. Like, no, no, it's not. It's not really for me. And yeah, here we we I let my son play, you know, Super Mario when he's when he's good. I mean, he's good all the yeah. time, but yeah. uh, you know. When when he, when it's reward time, yeah, Super Mario or, or Switch would be our uh, go to reward, right? Like yeah, for man, the, that, that's how it is. Do you set limits on any of that stuff for not not yeah. necessarily for your kiddos, but like for yourself, your family? Like, do you ever like out of nowhere? Hey, it's been thirty minutes. Let's just take a break. Because um, binge watching has this risk of. Oh my gosh, it's 12 o'clock at night. What, where did uh, we yeah. just got home? You know? Yeah. And no, I do it for my kids. Um, I don't obviously do it for my wife because, you know, that would be you're a happily stop, married right? man, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I do it. Of course, I do it for my kids. I set limits. I'll set like a 30 minute limit for a switch, you know, for mm-hmm. playing uh, Mario. And, and that's it. Yeah. That's, oh, at, at most like an hour. That's, that's the most he'll do in one sitting. We'll take a break, you know, do some coloring, some drawing activities and some spelling and all that good stuff. And then, mm. yeah, I try to what like about for coding. It. Like, have you heard of like Pomodora or, you know, I think it's like Italian for tomato. <laughs> have you heard of no, that? That's technique? a kid's coding platform, right? <laughs> it could be. Um, but I, I think <laughs> it has something to do with like basically every, I don't know, 45 minutes or something you like take five minutes to do something um get up make a coffee get up uh do some push-ups get up you know like do a backflip and scream whatever the craziness is that sounds that sounds like a mental torture (laughs) yeah you know person that's what they would do to you all right now get up sleep for five minutes now get up like water torture um yeah exactly where they keep on dripping on you i like the idea of getting randomly dripped on but not in this context (laughs) and i'm just messing with you but listen um i'm you know a little off the rail sometimes but that's that's me um windows 11 added this thing in the bottom right hand corner called focus so maybe you could click your clock that's that's what she said um and and uh and then click your clock and then do you see focus yeah yeah okay so if you click it right yeah it will set this thing and um it will it's essentially the pomodoro thing so they kind of baked in this stuff into windows so Mm -hmm. that's how uh much this 
it's it's very effective, you know, because you could get lost like right now, 30 minutes of 60 minutes, 90 minutes of coding, of Googling, of yeah. YouTubing, of whatever. And they have it on Xbox too. Obviously, Microsoft, Windows, they're in, you know, same company. Right. And then you just have to decide what your focus period is, what you're going to do. And, mm -hmm. you know, but essentially you should, for the most part, if you do them correctly, you should not be doing what you are doing. And right. probably the most benefit would be to do something, you know, athletic, you know, get up and walk around, get the mail, you know, but yes, it's cold out in certain parts, but you know, if you expose yourself to a lot of cold, you can increase your, what is called brown fat, which uh, is the better part of the fat that's on your body that keeps you warmer, right? So exposing yourself to cold is good sometimes, even though it sucks when you uh, feel it. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, like what's your cadence for like, is it like, oh, coffee cup is empty. I'm going to get up, go downstairs. Like, what do you kind of do um, to break honestly, it up? Honestly, sometimes not even that. Um, I break it up by completing tasks that I need to complete. Ah, so if I have a nice. task at work, yep. it's, it's actually not because I was sitting at my desk for like eight hours because that task, I had to complete something mm. and I get obsessed with it. So I uh, I don't get up until that task is complete. So I just, yeah, so that would be like at the eight hour mark in that case, that would be my thing. And then I'd go and uh, go get a coffee or whatever. <laughs> it's not good, man. Not right. Good so that's, that's like the a lot of people go through exact, I go through that too, you know, and you know what, just talking about this now with the, um, binging something until it's done. Okay. If we just yeah. forget the, the, the media, like I'm going to sit here or stand here until it is complete, right. Or yeah. a completionist level of whatever. Um, mm -hmm. and then probably when you're doing that task, it doesn't have to be programming, but let's say you make a little bit of a breakthrough, 30% complete. Instead of taking that opportunity for a break, what do you do? I you probably continue. <laughs> yeah. Right. Instead yeah. of saying, "Okay, I reached a good enough point where I can take a break," you're like, "You're like, no, man, I'm going to power through even more." And that's like that tunnel vision level of greed that you're like, "Yeah, I need it. I need it. I want it." Um, right. And you can't get out of it. So. Uh, in, in skateboarding, we call it skate greed, where you're mm -hmm. trying to get a new trick, right? And yeah. you almost got it first try. It's like the trial membership for whatever. You're like, oh, mm -hmm. the trial membership ended. And dudes will spend an hour, two hours trying that same one over and over again. And if you ask a lot of them, they're not having fun during that process. It is a mentally, physically draining and it hurts. Because mm -hmm. they want, they want to get, they're seeking that, right? Yeah. So yeah. maybe binging is seeking completion of a series, see seeking completion of, hey, I want to know what happens at the end of season of Lost, right? I want to, yeah. like, I want to know what's next. I need to come, I need more, right? It's like the whole thing of more, right? right? You're not satisfied with you know what you yeah have. but the thing is yeah like at the workplace it's a little bit a little bit different right you're you know it's the pressure's a bit different as opposed to uh you know being alone and and yeah. binging right because the workplace yeah. you have uh tasks and you have work to do and you have to produce yeah and you're getting paid to do uh to accomplish For things sure. right so the mentality is a bit different you put on a different hat during that time 
It's more stressful. It's a lot more stressful, right? Yeah. But um, yeah, when when you like when I close my laptop, that's it, man. Mm. I I change. I'm completely different. Yeah, for sure. So like that Bruce that's Wayne Batman thing. Hundred percent, dude. Hundred percent, Bruce Wayne and Batman. So the phone social media content binging thing, like or like yeah. binging, like um, one of the things like I was like, you know, when you pick it up, like, and then you go through all these different platforms and you check notifications, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. I've started reducing that completely, and I copied what you were doing, where I, I have it on do not disturb only calls, and yeah. I I even implemented this is the thing I'm most proud of. At the end of the day, um, mm-hmm. I will put it on a charger. I have a nice charger here in the basement. And yeah. my excuse is, oh, it's on the charger. But I'm able to like spend the rest of the night without it. I don't bring it to the mm-hmm. bedroom. It's in the basement. Yeah. Um, and I'm really happy. Like I'm like, oh, I don't have my phone. Like uh, I forget it about it. It feels good. It feels good. Yeah. It feels like I feels like I can accomplish much more either around the house or in my life without it in my pocket. Absolutely. I know that sounds weird. Just the fact that something's in your pocket, like you're going to vacuum the house more or you're going to go for a walk more or Dude, go that drive. Something is not, a, it's not a phone. It's an anchor. That's ah, what it is. That's what it is. It's a giant anchor. Yeah. It's a maybe noose around they, your neck. No, I'm just kidding. Maybe that's why they call it like, like, um, I was going to say entrepreneurships or like, uh, company or partnerships they're all ships because they're like anchors weighing you down <laughs> but i didn't know that it, you know what for a corporation no, it literally is it's it's like an anchor right this thing just yeah. weighs you down like like yeah. you said man leave it in the basement you just feel so light yeah like there's like something nothing remember that one movie where that that one guy at the end the lady sitting on his shoulder he's like hunched over in jail and there's this one lady sitting on his shoulder because he had killed her and her ghosts on his shoulder do you remember that that was freaky. Right. No, what was I that? It's like it's like it's like a Japanese horror movie. I think it was called like uh, it wasn't the ring. I think it was called Photograph or it was something about this guy who takes pictures and in every picture he sees this dead Japanese girl that he Oh wow girl that he killed. No. I was and gonna say one gets... hour photo, but no, that's not it. Wait, maybe that's what it is. Wait. No, uh no, no. Let me check. Like, that's Robin Williams. Ah, uh, that's not it. No, I think you're. Anyways, you got to watch this movie, yeah. man. It's uh, it reminded me of Fatal Frame. Ah, yes. Yeah. So the. <laughs> fatal and frame, it was man. spooky, but like in the end of that movie, the weight on that guy's shoulders was that woman's ghost, and for us, it's these phones, man. Yeah. Yeah. This is our ghost. This is our dead woman on our shoulders. Yeah. Yeah. This is basically yeah, man, this like, hey, why don't you? Why don't you no, no, no. It's if you think about it for people that, you know, are listening that have like gotten to this point in in the pod, you know, probably like the main takeaway is that uh hey, if you're struggling with certain things, right? Um, what has worked for Rui and I is just limiting um binging of content, especially through the phones, like leaving them somewhere. Um I I really have not felt like this thing has brought me joy in many, many years. Right. Like it is very amazing. Like just me picking it up right now, it, it felt good, but it, yeah. it is like a smoke and mirrors. It is like a, an ex-girlfriend oh, or, you know man. what I mean? It is not good. It is like yeah. the worst. The only time it brings me joy is when, when my wife calls me. Yes. Fair enough. Know, just to say that she loves me. And then obviously that brings me a ton of joy, but 
Yep. I can get that from a flip phone. I don't need this. Yep. That's it, man. Tomorrow. um, Anyways, the name of that movie is called Shudder. Shudder. Yes, I remember that. Yeah. Um, So like just wrapping it up here for, you know, people again that are, you know, listening. um, What like what? So over like all in all, what would you say like making these small uh, minor modifications on uh, reduction of binging content? What kind of a positive impact in your life has that made since you started many of these mm-hmm. minor adjustments? Yeah, for sure. I can easily tell you that since I started not being so connected and not binging on media, I've been able to write a children's book. I've been able to read every single day um, for at least a couple of hours. I've been able to write papers on on like historical um, events in the past. And uh, I just I've been able to take myself to the next level. I've leveled up, man. That's how you level up. So your red mage yeah. is now like a red knight. <laughs> no, I'm like, uh, what do you call it when you mix the red and black in Final uh, Fantasy? There's like no, red mage, yeah, black mage. Yeah, white, yeah, white mage and black mage um, are red mage. But are you talking about blue mage? Oh, you know what blue mage is, dude? It no. sucks the soul of other people's talents and abilities and uses it <laughs> against them. That is like, uh, <laughs> is that like that, Kirby from? Uh, that's, yeah. Like I'm gonna become a car, um, like, um, yeah. It's like the Tesla. You can change the horn to like La Cucaracha. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just like that's know, cool. It, it, it got me thinking about that. I gotta turn that off. It's quite. In, kids say it's embarrassing. Um, yeah, yeah. No. So the, that's what I've been able to do. Just you can do a lot more. Unplug, and you mm-hmm. can do so much more in your life. Like you have no idea, man. You could just do so much. How about you? What's your, uh, so on, since I started copying, like what you, you were doing and mm-hmm. also leaving it, it, you know, at night, I, I, I was making a lot of progress and then I started, uh, substituting the phone with other screens and I caught yeah. on to that. I was like, Oh my God, I've, I literally, I was like, yeah, I don't have my phone. I'm so proud of it, but I've been watching YouTube for the past you know, mm-hmm. two hours. I'm like, no, I just, substituted it. And once I realized that and cut that out a little bit and went into rooms and got bored, I, I yeah. was like, Oh, well, you know what? I'm going to hang up that shelf or I'm going to, you know, do more around the house. I'm going to whatever it is. Yes. And, and then I was like, well, if I'm going to do these projects around the house, I might as well like, you know, film a YouTube video for each of them. And so since I've been implementing like what you've done, like, and this mm-hmm. is going back, like when I heard it like three weeks ago, it's the first time in my entire life where I've able to, Monday through Friday, have every single day a new YouTube video coming out. Nice. And I've been wanting to do that for so many years. Um, and mm-hmm. it's the first time ever. So, um, and I feel better. I'm sleeping yeah. better. And I'm generally more happy um, and not so like distracted. But uh, right. for me, so, so it, it was I mean, like life changing. Yeah. So, I mean, you could boil it down to you either consume or produce. And less consumption equals more production, right? And oh, you're able to sure. produce yes. more with that, with the less consumption. It's perfect, man. Yes. And I feel like yes. And if yeah, I was going to say probably that also a lot of people should get on board more happy. Yes. Sorry, I interrupted. Yeah, a lot of people should That's get okay. on board with that. Um, and 
sorry, I was just so excited I couldn't stop myself. No worries, it's, man. it's like you're almost like producing more happiness as well, right? Yes. Instead of consuming, I guess other or you know whatever i don't i really feel like on the producing side you will produce more happiness versus on the consumption side just oh, yes. naturally you know um yeah. but yeah so it's a byproduct um, ask yourself um what is your percent to consumption uh to production right mm -hmm. not not work forget work everyone has to work factor that right. out just in your personal life like what are, you know and if, if it's 90 10 what would it what would it look like to switch that to 80 20 just minor things right. you know no, um, that's see how you point. feel don't, yeah that's a great point don't eliminate but limit right yeah 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 like yeah it's like everything in small doses where you mm -hmm. know maybe you didn't have to have you know whatever it was maybe you could have um you know you know reduced by a third of whatever um is yeah. as soon as you're conscious of it you can make a change and like you don't have to change for ever for the whatever but if, if you ch change as like almost like get uh, curious about it hey i've made this small change let's see what that affects and then right. you're like you do that you're like well that didn't do anything okay so don't do it you know if you were happier before right. for, for sure but if you made a change and you're like like but at the end of the day don't make a change thinking that like oh i should make this change because it's the right thing to do like at the end of the day mm -hmm. like let's say that this is the only life we get right yeah, you probably want to do whatever you have to do to be happy. Right. So, right. um, but if there's a chance for you to explore and get uh, curious about, is there a way to increase your happiness? Then, you know, does it hurt to try once in a while to see if that is beneficial? Um, yeah, you know, you it doesn't know. hurt at all, man. I think it's great. Um, and each of us has the opportunity to be happy and create and produce each and yes. every one of us has that opportunity. We just have to take it. And for that, you have to reduce your consumption just completely. I would say eliminate it, but, you know, it all depends on, on the circumstance. But definitely a reduction is, is a good start. Yeah, I heard this uh, interesting thing about not North America or Western Hemisphere, but they asked mm -hmm. a bunch of different other countries, uh, Asia, M Middle Eastern, of um, if you're depressed, right, mm -hmm. um, what, what would you do? right in these other non North America countries. And, um, there was a, a study that was done that showed a lot of them start, uh, so sociologically, um, doing nice things for other people. Mm -hmm. A lot of people found yes. that that created incredible happiness for themselves. And yeah. it was an interesting study because they found that not a lot of like uh, on the percent wise of North Americans versus the rest yeah. of the world. Uh, don't prioritize that as a way to generate happiness for themselves. And mm -hmm. that was kind of eye-opening for, um, so like, it, it, you know, it, it's kind of interesting. I, I, um, I, I feel like I, like I, you know, I try, I try tons of different ways to, you know, be, you know, a better human friend for, you know, parent, husband, all that stuff, everyone around me. Um, yeah. but I've never experimented or thought of like, Hey, let's just spend like, you know, an extra two hours every day and just really focus on what I can bring to everyone like I love and care about. Right. Yeah. And as a sociological experiment personally. And, and maybe that would, you know, maybe I could report back to our listeners of like, Hey, this is what it did for me. Right. Yeah. And uh, I, I like that idea because it is probably 
uh, you know, very difficult to do what you, you, when you're always focused on, you know, going to work, what you have to do, you got to go get groceries, all the stuff you have to do. Um, yeah. but, uh, yeah, I wonder if that would be, that would be good. It was just kind of interesting of, uh, a, a way that the, the other parts of the world generate mental, um, yeah. uh, happiness, but, and I think that's part of this whole thing is we're all kind of disconnected from one another and, yeah. and a lot of Western societies like that. Right. And which is kind of sad. Um, mm-hmm. ultimately like we're, we're, we're all the same and we all come from the same pool. That's yeah. why when we do something for one another, it's an automatic response to be happy because that is just the way that's our design, right? Yeah. That's how, you know, we're all connected when you help somebody and they're happy, you feel something, right? Yeah. That's just, it's an automatic response. But, um, for those that don't, it's, it's tough, man. They, they've been just disconnected from their fellow fellow humans and it's uh, it's quite sad to be quite honest so uh next episode we should uh um live stream the creation of the mobile app called god points where you basically mm-hmm. just <laughs> list everything that you did nice for and anyone where people can give you and grant you god points but you can't spend them you can only accumulate them um and they're not like visible as a way of showing off uh at all it's only <laughs> right. all internal but you know how much you have and you're happy about that or maybe you're not, maybe you're more ambitious, but you would like add a item helped lady across the road. And then the, yeah. the app would be like two God points granted. You can't spend them. It's just a no, way of like, you, you know, focusing and prioritizing, you know, generating yeah. GP. For sure, dude, check this out, man. And you, <laughs> they can't show anybody. So you have the camera on the phone. Once you see it's not their yeah. face, <laughs> the screen goes, goes dark. It's like, wait a minute. You know, it's like, it's like facial recognition. God points. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> yeah. It's somebody's like somebody's already developed this. So oh, remember really? last time we were like, no, last time we were talking about uh, somebody's going to develop this. Uh, yeah, this app or something. Yeah, last podcast. Yeah. Right? yeah, then they need to. You know, we have like terms and conditions. If you look in the the pod, if any apps or resemblance of likeness of applications developed from ideas and intellectual property from said application. It's like all these legal like loopholes like, oh yeah, so we made our millions by just like talking about these app ideas and people went and did it, right? And it was like, they thought we were joking because we were like laughing. But uh, (laughs) full disclosure. Yeah, full disclosure. (laughs) But uh, disclosure. Yeah, man, it sounds good. Yeah. Um, Go ahead, man. Yeah, I just want to say thank you, Rui. Uh, Thank you, everyone at is uh, listening. Um, and, you know, I think everyone out there cares a lot about um, happiness, um, friends, uh, love, kindness, respect, um, having fun, and uh, just being healthy. And these are just some tips that worked for Rui and I personally. Um, and uh, yeah, I just wanted to thank everyone. Um, and uh, we'll see you next time, Rui. Yeah, see you next time. And for those listening to this podcast, once it's done, just turn off your phone and go for a walk. See you later. Thanks, everyone.